0: Good morning, my name is Dell Robinson and this is my first episode as we talk about UFOs and UAPs. I was watching a show the other night and it was showing all of the um, sightings and reports of uh, UFOs that took place in the 1950s and 1960s. Of course the Kenneth Arnold sighting is probably one of the most prominent ones, maybe next to Roswell. It happened in, uh, I believe, somewhere around June of of 1947 and Roswell was in July. And so it happened just, I think, a couple weeks after the Kenneth Arnold sightings. And there was a lot of fervor back then. I mean, a lot of people were excited. The government seemed to be very open to looking into these uh, unidentified flying objects. But then something happened. There was a shift somewhere along the way where the government, the military, decided that they were going to put the brakes on this thing. And I've heard reports that it had to do with the Cold War and how the they didn't want us to get so distracted with UFOs and what's flying around in our skies that, are, that was unidentified that we lost focus on our enemy at the time, the Soviet Union. I'm not sure if I buy that or not. But that's the reason that's being floated out there. But anyway, what happened after that is they, instead of trying to investigate UFOs, the with Project Blue Book, they were trying to explain them away. And after that, they would criticize and make fun of people um, who had a sighting and made to look as if they were abnormal or something wrong with them, or that they were crazy. And my fear is that history could repeat itself. My my fear is that history could repeat itself. Because I see a lot of the same fervor today that I saw back in the 1950s and 60s. And my fear is that if we do not hold their feet to the fire... If we get distracted, and and I said this in one of my tweets today to someone, we cannot pay attention to the debunkers. Skeptics, yes. Debunkers, no. Debunkers are never going to believe, no matter how much evidence you give them, they will never, ever believe. Now, a skeptic is a person who wants evidence. I'm a skeptic. I want evidence. I'm not just going to believe any crazy story that someone tells me. But I think we need to be careful there and not give too much attention to the debunkers and to people who are just trolls trying to create problems because what happens is then we get off track. All of a sudden we're spending time over here with the trolls and the debunkers instead of spending the time where it should be spent, which is trying to get our government to admit that they have materials, that they have more films and videos of these UAPs that have not been released. And so what we're looking for is we're looking for disclosure. And I know I've heard people say disclosure has already happened, but to me it's definitely not full disclosure. And so I think we really should be working together for that goal, because I want to say it again. I'm afraid that history will repeat itself if we don't do that. And so this first podcast is a challenge. It's a challenge to all the people who who believe that UFOs and UAPs are real to unite together so that history does not repeat itself. It means that each and every one of us are going to have to do our part. I know I've written letters or, or texts to senators and congressmen, encouraging them to go ahead and follow up on what's taking place in Congress right now with the the open hearings for UAPs. And so I'm challenging every one of us to do that. I'm going to say it again. I don't want to see history repeat itself. Thank you, and this will be my first episode, and we'll see how it goes, and maybe I'll make another one. Thank you. Good afternoon. This is UAP, UFO Observer, otherwise known as Dale Robinson. I'm bringing you my second podcast, and today we're going to be talking about aliens. We're not going to discuss where they're from, whether they're from outer space, or whether they're from some other dimension, um, or even from some other time. We're simply going to ask the question, why Are they here? Why are they here? And and I've thought a lot about it, and I really believe there are three possibilities of why they are here. And the first possibility would be that they're here to help us, that they've come from some distant star in the universe, some distant planet, or from some other dimension, or from some other time, and they've come here to help us. The problem with that theory is that there's very little evidence to support it. Very little evidence to support it. One of of the examples that maybe you could use to support it is the the Travis Walton abduction story. If you're familiar with the story, they made a movie about it called Fire in the Sky. I think Travis also had a, a video out called The Travis Walton Experience. But anyway, Travis Walton was living in Snowflake, Arizona, and it was 1975. He and six other loggers were up logging in the woods, doing their job, worked a long, hard day, and they were on their way home when they saw this light in the woods. At first, they thought, well, maybe it's a forest fire. And so as they got closer, they realized, no, no, this is no forest fire, Because when they turned the corner and came to a clearing, there was a spaceship. A spaceship. And so before anybody knew what was going on, Travis Walton got out of the truck to investigate. And all the other loggers are screaming at him to get back in the truck. But he wouldn't listen. Pretty soon a blue beam comes out of that spacecraft. It hits Travis. It throws him back violently. In fact, it throws him back so violently... That they think he's dead. And so in panic, they they leave him behind. In panic, they don't want to share his fate, and so they run away. They get about a half a mile down the road, and they start feeling remorse. And so they turn around. And when they get back, guess what? Travis isn't there. And so Travis ends up missing. In fact, he's missing for five days before he finally shows back up. Travis had no memory of those five days. To him, it seemed like the same day. And so, he went through regression hypnosis, and during that hypnosis, he had these images of him being on this spacecraft with this machine, this device on his chest. And after years of reflection... Travis Walton has come to the conclusion that that device, that machine is there to save his life. He felt like one of the possibilities was maybe when that beam hit him, it damaged his heart and that machine or device was on his chest to heal him. And so if that's true, we don't know it's true, but if it's true, then that would speak to the fact that they are benevolent that they cared about what happened to him they brought him on the spaceship they healed him 5 days later they let him go but the problem is there's very little evidence beyond that story i mean if they're here to help us why didn't they help us during world war 1 and world war 2 when millions of people were killed many millions of soldiers and and a lot of civilians why didn't they help with the Korean War or with Vietnam? Um, good question asked even right now, why aren't they helping out with what's going on with Ukraine, with Russia invading Ukraine? Why aren't they helping out there if they are here to help us? And what about the nuclear disasters? What about the bombs being dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima? What about the Chernobyl accident? What about Three Mile Island? I mean, if they were going to help us, those would be some good times to help us, amen? Those would be some good times to help us. But I don't think there's a lot of evidence that they're here to help us. So the next question we want to ask is, are they here to hurt us? Are they here to hurt us? And I really believe the answer to that question is no. I mean, I could be wrong, but I really believe the answer is no. I mean, they've been here for quite a while. (laughs) They've been here for quite a while. And so if they were here to hurt us, I don't think we'd still be breathing today. I don't think that this would be our planet any longer. And another reason I don't believe they're here to hurt us is because of the Travis Walton experience and also the Betty and Barney Hill abduction story. You know that story. I think it was in the 1960s. They were coming back from their honeymoon. And so I believe they were in Maine when they were abducted. One of the best-known, well-documented abduction cases in history. And once again, with regression hypnosis, they had these memories of being on this spacecraft. And Betty remembered one of the aliens saying to her that they weren't going to harm her. But they did experiments on her. Now, I want to say, there's a difference between the Travis Walton abduction and the Betty and Barney Hill abduction. There's no evidence that they did any experiments on Travis Walton. But according to both Betty and Barney Hill, there was there were experiments done on them. But here's the key. Here's the reason I don't think they're here to hurt us. I don't think they look at us like we're rats to be tested and then just discarded. Because Betty and Barney Hill were released. Travis Walton was released. And so if if they were here to hurt us and we don't matter in any degree, then why not just kill them? Throw their body in the woods, discard their bodies out in outer space. And so I really don't believe that they're here to hurt us. Now, the third possibility is that they're here to observe us. And I want to tell you something. That's the most likely scenario, that they are here just to observe us. One of my favorite shows when I was a kid was Star Trek. And I'll never forget the Prime Directive. The prime directive was, do not interfere in the development of primitive primitive species. And so, maybe that's it. Maybe they are here to observe us. Maybe they look at us like a primitive species. Do you realize they could be a million years ahead of us? That maybe they've been around a million years longer than we have, and they have evolved over that million years And so compared to a civilization that's a million years old or or even a hundred thousand years old, we would appear to be what? We would be primitive. And so maybe that's what they're doing. They're just observing us. They're testing us. But there's no evidence at all that they're here for any other purpose at this point than to observe us. They're not necessarily here to help us. I think they have some benevolence in them, if Travis Walton and what he thinks is true. And I don't think they're here to hurt us. I think, like I said, if they were here to hurt us, um, we wouldn't be here. This wouldn't be our planet anymore. And so, to me, the best conclusion of, of why they are here is they're here to observe us. We are a fascination to them. We are a species to observe and to inspect. Anyway, this will be the conclusion of my second podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I will plan on doing a third one probably in a week or two. Anyway, you have a great day, and thank you for listening.